0: that's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. dw Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Block Talk Radio. <sighs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. Time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. worldwide. Let's go. go, 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 go.
3: Let's go.
2: So now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the power slam and pancakes. It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in. And recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis. When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis, And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him. He touched his hip but he really couldn't have him, and from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change rain Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam Show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam, up, it and Power Slam Show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up. It's a pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's a pancake and power slam. Turn plan. it up, turn it up. It's a pancake and power slam. Show, on Turn it up. You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling.
1: Episode 320, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. As always, I am Chris Featherstone. Follow us at Crave Wrestling on Twitter and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a legend in the business. Uh, Over 50 years in the professional wrestling business. Family even goes back even further in the professional wrestling business. He will be appearing at Bobby Fulton's World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling in the Corner. Uh, and, uh of uh of kid curry uh so definitely it's in Chillicothe. coffee bobby fulton's last match may twenty sixth. definitely go ahead and check that out so ladies and gentlemen it's time to sit under the learning tree of none other than flying fred curry how are you tonight
4: sir yeah how you doing
1: i'm doing fantastic it's, it's great to have you on the yeah show I'm, you. I'm
4: glad to, i'm glad to be back in the ohio area
1: yeah absolutely
4: there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, stories about Ohio. You know, it started years ago. It was like the mecca of pro wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. you know, it started it started with I guess Al Half before my time, and then uh, uh, it went into big time wrestling.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And we were at Cooper Arena and Vets Memorial Columbus and all, all throughout Ohio.
3: Yeah,
1: and I'm cool. glad to be back. Yes, I'm very familiar with the Vets Memorial in Columbus,
4: Ohio. I've been there
5: uh,
1: many times. Um, can you think of any uh, particular NWA stories uh, that that were in Ohio for those who uh, for those who live in Ohio and wrestling wrestling fans in Ohio?
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, we had uh, so many, so many uh, action matches between myself and the Sheik who was a big name throughout that area, mm-hmm. throughout the Midwest. And then, uh, I was partners many times with <clears throat> Provo Brazil. I even, yeah, I got to be fortunate to have a, a few matches as partners with, um, Wild Bo Curry, my dad, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, there was so much good talent and, uh, talent that, uh, will be sorely missed, but, you know, I'm going to be back there and, uh, I can't wait to get into that ring, and uh who knows what happens
1: yeah absolutely you ever uh, had any interactions with andre the Giant
4: with andre the Giant? Mm-hmm. yeah, I sure did now, uh
1: his documentary i became... was in uh,
4: i was in uh Cincinnati with him and uh, he he's a pretty good cribbage player
1: oh he nice
4: playing the back room yeah, <laughs> had a lot of fun he was, he was a he was a good good uh good hand he was a good attraction big guy, you know and uh people liked him and so i mean it uh, was good for the business, good for him
3: mhm
1: now the documentary that came out uh was talking about how um you know if he likes you, he really likes you if he don't like you um too bad and, and Best wishes, and hope you uh, are around to survive uh,
6: his madness.
1: Uh, can you recall, you know, Andre, you know, having like a, a mean streak with anybody?
4: You mean Andre? Uh, his matches?
1: Uh, yeah, or even backstage?
4: Yeah, backstage. I mean, he he had a, a kind of a feud going on with a few guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he was. Uh, he had some good matches against Ernie, the big cat lad, who wasn't too much smaller than he was. Right. And uh, he was involved with matches against the Sheik. And I, I even got uh, fortunate to be his partner a couple of times.
3: Oh, nice. So
4: it was very interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. I always could look up to that guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was a big man.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Are you an Andre Giant fan?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I liked Andre back in the day. Uh, when I was growing up, I grew up in the eighties and, uh, by that time his babyface run was, um, was reaching its, its end. Uh, it was
5: mid eighties, mid to late eighties is when they did the big turn, you know, with him and, uh, he and him against Hogan. Uh, and, and that, I was a kid at that time. Um, uh, so a lot of the, you know, the time when he was in the battle royals and everything like that, he was a
1: baby face. Um, I was a little, I was a little baby at that time, uh, in, the, in the early '80s. So I really didn't get a chance to, uh, uh, to to really experience him as a baby face as much. You know, he was a baby face toward the latter part of his career, but at that time, unfortunately, you know, he was
5: in a cane and you know, in a walker and things like that. So uh, yeah,
4: you know, you talk about battle royals. First uh, battle royals started in. Uh, michigan mm-hmm. in uh the 1930s uh in fact my dad was in that oh, and uh back then battle royals was like five people in there those are the original ones and now you get 10 12 15 people mm-hmm. into battle royal but back then when they first uh entrenched into pro wrestling uh they used to turn away really crowds i mean it's just uh, things change as time goes on. People want more, and people want less. And uh, that was a lot of action, and uh, it's uh, something that is a good crowd pleaser.
1: Sure, along absolutely. with
4: many other uh, gimmick matches.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, WWE just recently, uh, just about two and a half weeks ago, had a greatest royal rumble. They're their version of the Battle Royal it was 50 people. Do you recall ever 50 people being in the Battle Royal?
4: Oh, how did it get a in ring? I'd like to know that.
5: <laughs> no, I
4: never recall that. Yeah. 50 people?
3: 50 people?
5: Yeah, I'll,
4: I'll, I'll, I'll take, if that ever happens, take some pictures of that because I'll be really amazed because the, the size of a ring is, uh, you know, uh, 16 feet, you know, around the corners. Yeah. Uh, how are they going to fit? it won't be any Andre the Giant's in there. Maybe there'll be some midgets or whatever. But I never heard of that.
1: Yeah, they had it about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, but with the they they don't really have their battle royals aren't traditional when everybody come in at the same time and then the bell rings. You know, their their whole rumble concept is you start with two people and then.
4: Well, yeah, two. but you're talking about an elimination match. Right. They come in. This guy gets eliminated, then the next guy comes in. That's not a true battle royal, but you know it's it's on that concept, that type of concept.
3: Right, right. But I'll tell
4: you what, it's it's okay. But on uh, the 26th, on May 26th, at the Fairgrounds Coliseum in in Circleville, we'll be having just as much. Action, if not more, in that uh, those those rings, you will, uh, you know, it's going to be something for people to see.
3: I've been there.
1: I've been to uh, Bobby Fulton shows before, and, and the, the times that I was there, uh, that I was there, he would close a show uh, with with the battle royal, and so uh, just you know, for for old school sake, he would have a battle royal with uh, most of the people who competed for the night, and uh, it was a uh, very very interesting. Sometimes. Even a blindfold battle royal. What's the origin of that? Well, if we have battle royal,
4: you could jump in. How would you <laughs> like
1: that? that would be, uh, at that time, I, I... Over the top rope. I used to I used to have bat wrestle. I used to amateur wrestle. Uh, so I do have wrestling experience, but uh, I don't know if my back would be uh, ready for that. Uh, if this was probably in September, October time. I, I, I would love that invitation, <laughs> but... Uh, my back is still healing up. Uh, Who's the, during, during the NWA territorial days, who are, the, who are the people that you like competing against the most?
4: Okay, I, I didn't catch that. Who's so, the people that...
1: During your NWA days, who do you like competing? Who did you like competing against the most?
4: Who did I like to uh, wrestle against? Yes. Well, the, I you know, I really enjoyed wrestling against the Sheik. Mm-hmm. he was an action guy and uh, that type of thing but the, you know what you said you, you were an amateur wrestler and uh, that's, that's a very b- important part of pro wrestling uh Tim Curry was in uh, nationals in, um, in Canada, internationals mm-hmm. so he was a hell of a good wrestler, amateur okay. wrestler which is really important mm-hmm. but then there, there's, there's a lot of in the pro circuit there's a lot of good talent but a lot of them have uh amateur background which is very very important yeah. it uh it's, it's so much so much type of thing catch the catch hand type of wrestling and you know it really um it gives a lot of gi- legitimacy to pro wrestling yeah absolutely
1: did you ever uh compete for vince uh Vince senior
4: now, okay, you talk talking about Vince Sr.?
1: Yeah, Vince McMahon.
4: Yeah, yeah, he used to... Uh, in fact, he used to come... Uh, I talked to him personally on the telephone uh, a couple times when I had uh, three tours in the New York area mm-hmm. for Vince McMahon. I talked to him personally. You've he, he, seen uh, my matches on TV. My
3: oh, nice. TV
4: matches were... Uh, uh, taking place in studios mm-hmm. back then and uh so he's there and i had an opportunity to go to New york and it it, it was uh was different very mm-hmm. different
1: yeah what's your thoughts on uh the, the way that uh vince jr is uh you know how he's created the the wwe over the past thirty years
4: yeah vince those guys Really know of the business. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, uh, you know, uh, but now over and above the wrestling business, we're in the television business.
3: Yeah.
4: And uh, they were very, very adept at television, and they knew how to get the greatest type of uh, uh, maneuvers and psychology that goes along with television wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Do you think that we'll ever see the territories again in, in the pro, pro wrestling business? Uh,
4: no, I don't. You know, I, there might be, uh, there, the only territories that there will be is um, like for independent wrestling, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's on a different segment. But uh, television is the one that governs the, the wrestling shows. And, uh, they are just controlled by a, a certain faction, like WWE mm-hmm. and TNA uh, uh, and those certain factions. So it's pretty hard for the territories to come about. You know, when I when I was uh, in in uh, the wrestling circuit, you know, you know, we wrestle in California. I wrestled that territory in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Wrestled in Australia. Wrestled in Japan. Wrestled in Texas, you know, it, it was territories, yeah. a lot of fun, a lot of action, and a lot of opportunities for guys in the business. Mm-hmm. Now it's segmented into uh, one or two big fashions, and whether or not it goes back to territories, I doubt it, but who knows? Everything changes.
1: Sure. Absolutely. So it's been a pleasure once again. Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead.
4: What? Yeah, go ahead. You
1: were talking about the territories?
4: Yeah. What about the? Just go ahead and finish your all. You you were. Uh, oh, about the yeah. territories. Yeah. Yeah. You know the, uh, the territories, were segmented to a particular area. Mm-hmm. Like in Texas, uh, when when I was in Texas, that was the Texas Territory, and they had uh, six major uh, towns that were involved in it. You know, you had Houston. San Antonio,
3: yeah.
4: uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, right down the line. And then we would jump into Louisiana. You know, in uh, Ohio, you know, you, you had uh, Columbus, but it was the main uh mech of the territory it was out of uh, Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. Coba. Mm-hmm. So it, it was and it brought a lot of towns and you had big shows too. Yeah. But uh then they, they evaporated when uh, television was all segmented into one one big giant organization, yeah. And uh, McMahon was lucky to get it, so yeah. he was he was uh, the head chief, and uh, you know nothing wrong with it. But as far as the territories, you know, forget about it. yeah. The only territory that I probably would say outside of that, but they're affiliated with uh, New York, is Japan. Yeah. You know they got uh, New Japan and all that type of stuff. They got that type of wrestling, and you can call that a territory, but there it's kind of like a, a setting for uh, advancing into the WWE. Yeah. So there's uh, a lot of opportunities out there, but
3: there not
4: the same as it used to be.
3: Yeah. You
4: know, it's, it's hard for for guys getting into the business to, uh, right. and they work independent circuits. You know, they they got to get with the big shows. And that's in the New York or into Japan. If, they're, if they got enough talent or if they got enough connections and they're lucky enough to get in there, then they're going to make some money. Mm-hmm. You know, but now, like I said, it's a segment into independence. But the independent, you could never call it a territory because they are, uh, they work uh, once or twice a month. You know, uh, it doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. You know, when it comes to a local of, uh, action, you know, mm-hmm. people from the area are involved and right. so on. But it's just too bad. And years ago, it was uh, really in, uh, great, a lot of great workers were developed. It was very energetic, and a very lot of competition. And uh, so that's the way it goes. That's the way to put the cookie crumbles. Yep.
1: Well, you know, thankfully we have uh, like uh, you know you mentioned we do have you know the independent circuit now, and that's kind of like the new age you know uh, territories. You know, there's uh, the,
5: uh, you know thankfully there's a a blooming, uh, blossoming period of the, of the indie circuit nowadays. That uh, but you know you know like 10, 15 years ago or so, it was still struggling, and there like you said, just the television. Uh, companies were the ones that were really just kind of taking it all yeah. over, you know, but, you know, yeah. hopefully hopefully with this independent, you know, circuit boom, you know, there'll be more opportunities for uh, for people to be scouted, and you know, it's great that, uh, you know, Bobby brought back uh, World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling, and uh, have, you know, legends like you uh, be able to
1: attend. Yeah, well,
4: you know, Bob, Bobby Fulton, uh, that's, uh, he's in a different class of You know, because he did wrestle in the territories, and he was a very good talent. He still is. So, uh, you know, and so there's an opportunity there. But, I mean, uh, that's a different level of independence.
3: Yeah.
4: You know, I really, uh, that's the closest thing to being a territory. Yep. Yep, absolutely. To Bobby Fulton. There's not too many of those guys around. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, he's keeping he's keeping a legacy of uh, old school wrestling alive, and I and I definitely appreciate that as a fan and yeah. as a journalist. So
4: yeah, okay. if you get a chance, come to that show.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
4: We got to uh, show you a few maneuvers out there.
1: <laughs> that sounds good. It's been a pleasure, Fred. I appreciate you uh, on the show tonight, and uh, have fun at the okay. show. And
4: uh, to all you uh, wrestling fans. And to all you, you people out there just want to do something on a memorial weekend, you know, and uh, look for an action. You know, they they got a convention. Uh, I'm going to put on a seminar, a wrestling seminar, teach some uh, wrestling moves, uh, amateur and pro, the ins and outs. And uh, looking forward to seeing all you people.
1: Sounds great. And Thanks. I'll be
4: there oh, along with a lot of other good guys.
1: And that's May 26, ladies and gentlemen. May twenty-six. Thanks for coming. All the roads
4: lead to Circleville. That's right,
1: man. The real classic professional big-time wrestling super fest and super show.
5: It's going to be a great night uh, for all the uh, fans of uh, just really
1: gritty old-school wrestling. It's, it's going to
5: be a lot of
4: fun. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to go there, and uh, you know, and you know, you people are surrounding the Michigan. I know there are people from Michigan to be there. Mm-hmm. Some from West Virginia, some from Kentucky i from all parts of Ohio. And uh in fact uh you come there. I'll show you a few moves. Sounds
3: good.
1: I'll get
4: your back straight now.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, oh good guy. i I, okay. I, I like to miss late, so uh you know, it's uh don't don't break your back trying to get my back
3: together. <laughs>
1: okay, you take it easy. <laughs> Thanks for life, Fred. Have a good night.
3: Fine. Right, bye.
2: <laughs> Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three. on oh Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear We've taken this year You know who we are, but you don't know Why we here, so this is where the Big boys play, these big boys Play, like who defies the living guy Get out the big boys' way Outsiders with the swoop in We live as kings, you see in us But our third man waits in the wings And when the time is right We shock him with the proper attack I go for dolo, but ain't solo Cause the promo in black Hollywood, Hendrix, Frizzle, pinning them to the man I'm Dots
0: Wonderkin with the strength of a hundred men with one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap out your guts and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome. Never lost faith. You in all space. You can all skate. Suffer but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturn, they raving. Anticipating I was frostbit, Now I am Glacier. Mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals. Using God for my defense in Alabama. We jamming. That's beautiful. Bobby and me and Priest. We the dangerous alliance now. Nah, the Harlem Heat. Tie the do-rag before we do battle. You are talking sheep. You all what you speak. This too two- still is took back. We rappin' that
2: work. The foundation shaking, no mistaken. Yeah, we shook that. Trust in God, we trust pushing forward, never look back. Meekness ain't at all weakness. Some people mistook that. stamping out this crook rap. He on in the power. We're on, on the razor's edge. Leg drop after we're a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man. we bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful. The owners in our group, too. It's good to be king. Sold out this war, it's brutal. we playing them war games. Our army
0: go move, too. Youth crew, I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. In the grand scheme, it's that easy. we tag teaming. the brothers, we love it. Demand the win. Establish it the Clash of the Champions.
1: <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, wow, wow, wow. After a two-week hiatus, it's been three weeks since I've been on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to my boy, uh, co-host with the most Evan Tech problem, bring him on here, but I am here this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show live on Wrestling Inc. YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be fun. Uh, back surgery two and a half weeks ago. I'm still incredibly sore, uh, but I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm toughing it out for tonight. I'm absent from the show for two weeks. My co-host sat in the captain's chair, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got so much to do. we, we got so much on the the on the, the ballot, on the on the show for tonight as my boy booker t would say we got a big show tonight brother we got a big show tonight man uh as the chat is filling up what's going on Charlotte? What's going on Derek? uh we got a lot of trivia uh that's going on uh for money in the bank so i hope everybody geared themselves for some money in the bank trivia tonight we're going to have uh some money in the bank trivia so i really really hope uh you remember some money in the bank so uh, got so much to, to talk about tonight. We got so much in the headlines, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, as every week, we have Raw and SmackDown review. Uh, this is the 320th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what a fun, fun, fun opportunity to continue and always uh, be here uh, for you. Uh, do it for you. Uh, John says, I, remember, I believe I remember all of them. Um, so yeah, this is, this isn't just the, um, uh, this isn't just the winners, uh, but this is also some matches within money in the bank as well. So, uh, lots of fun going on here before we bring on Evan tonight, let's, let's, let's give you an easy money in the bank, uh, trivia question. Here it is. Who made his debut debut? At Money in the Bank 2017, who made his WWE debut at Money in the Bank 2017? Thank you, Chase. Glad to hear you're doing okay from surgery. Much blessings, brother. Thank you very much. Um, My doctor said a full recovery would be in the fall, so in September I'm still um, using a walker uh, and, and seeing a physical therapist Um, hopefully I'll be transitioning to a cane soon. That is my hope. Uh, but, uh, you know, just got to take it easy. Um, and a full recovery is looking to be at about, uh, September. So, uh, that's, that's where I'm at now as far as the recovery time. So, uh, again, first question on deck, who made his WWE debut at Money in the Bank 2017? Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring on a co-host for the most Evan Tech proud. It's good to be back, man.
7: Good, man. Good, good to be here again in, in the back, back in the co-captain's chair, if you will. Absolutely. It, it is rain, raining Absolutely. hard here in Baltimore, Maryland, like Noah's days. to see the Ark and everything to come through here.
1: <laughs> so, uh
7: fans, if you have wow. any... Any weird feedback or noises because of that, but uh, I'm good. I'm glad you're back in the captain's chair. Um, awesome. Know, I'm glad to, glad to. It's great to be back. It is. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, somebody said they was going, they was going to stretch you. A good old man in the beginning. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Old flying
5: old, Fred. Flying
7: Fred Curry. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, we'll see how that works. Uh, I think he's in his seventies now, so uh, there might be. Might not be as uh, easy for him to do that as much, but you sure. know, Stu Hart was still stretching people in the '70s, so you never know.
7: So yeah, if he we'll only be... stretched it if right. he, he got you down, you know. I mean,
5: yeah, like I said that's before,
3: that's
7: true. That's true. The good pause phrase from Nitro we talked about a few weeks ago was in a league told the animal, well, animal told leaguer. Oh, my bank's too big for your rank. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's
3: uh,
1: quite odd. That's <laughs> actually
7: quite
3: odd. <laughs>
5: Once again, question on deck Who made his WWW at Money in the Bank 2017? All right, without further ado, let's get to the headlines, ladies and gentlemen. we got so much to talk about. Ooh. so a very somber moment to start off the pancakes of power slam show just incredible uh, just incredible's wife uh, he, he made an announcement um unfortunately uh good job derek yes mike cannellis um uh, he he made an announcement i think it was it was yesterday uh, that his wife only has six months to live um Wow, that is uh, that is so that is so t- that is so uh, unfortunate. Um, you could just see through uh, Justin Credible's uh, Twitter just his just the emotional roller coaster that he's going through because of this announcement. It's really tough, um, and you know it's, it's just it's really really tough to hear stuff like that. As far as just you know anyone as far as far as their their spouse has six months to live according to uh, doctors, and it's just really tough. Uh, so my prayers, our prayers go out uh, to Justin Credible, and uh, Justin, Justin Credible has, um, he's been going through a lot, too. He's, he's been going through um, just a lot of emotional roller coasters as far as just uh, drug and alcohol and, and just uh, struggling with sobriety. So um, you know, I've had some close friends uh, who's actually struggled with sobriety for uh, for some time uh, back in the past, and, you know, just anything, and I'm about to become a doctor in psychology and experience in mental health. That's, that's what I do as well, and I, I just – and I know just there's so many things that could easily trigger um, just kind of relapsing and just kind of struggling with sobriety uh, for people who – um you know we're, we're former addicts and having having trouble with that and you know hearing hearing news that his you know wife has you know 6 months to live um yeah. that that's really tough um that that's really tough to to endure um so i i you know my my prayer is that 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 just incredible you know he he gets around some good uh some good spiritual emotional support um, that can really help them through this time because um, you know it, it's it, it's not easy to, to deal with that information by yourself as we saw just with his Twitter um, but just yeah. really your, your spouse has six months to live I mean that's that's really tough to endure
7: yeah I, um, I couldn't even imagine I know I've been good, good talks with Justin I've I know we uh, got to speak to him on WrestleMania weekend. He's been on my show multiple times of um, uh, of, of me and Justin Credible. Uh, we kind of shared some, some of the, a good a good personal friend uh, of mine who was a good, uh, well-known regional wrestler, uh, Justin Credible, actually got to wrestle with him one of his last matches. And um, me you and know, Justin have always been good buddies. And I could tell seeing him – you know, you know, we're all spiritual. You can just pick up people's spirits. I can tell he's just really down and out, and um, I can't even imagine if if I get the news of you know somebody saying my my girlfriend's and me fiance got six months to live, or even you, you know, you fell asleep storm the married. Yeah. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I've I've been through that before with uh, you know my I my late pastor who was like a father figure, and I've been through that before with mm-hmm. people who had cancer, my grandmother, um, but just. You really you really value time when someone tells you you only have a certain amount of time to live. Your whole concept of right. life and time is different. And like you said, the mm-hmm. one good thing that I can attest to my personal life is with this going on, um, he has to be around positive folk. You know, I know he said that X-Pac Sean really been encouraging him. So all of the boys, all his personal friends – he definitely needs that support um, right now, and yep. you want to pray that he doesn't go back to the bottle or to a pill or to any form to yep. try to use that as a form of 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 uh, coping. Because I I know what that's like, um, you know, I and mean, that necessarily doesn't help at all. So we're definitely mm-hmm. praying for him. Definitely praying. Yeah, definitely
5: yep. Um, Yep, definitely. You know, our prayers go with Justin and. You know, hopefully he doesn't, you know, like we're saying, hopefully this doesn't cause him to go off track. You know, uh, right. within this six right. months and prayerfully, that's only a doctor's prognosis. You know, I mean, uh, you both you and I are big, you know, very strong men of faith. And, you know, it's not about what the doctors say, it's about what the good physician says, what the great physician says. So, you know, uh, and uh, so our prayers are that it's going to be. Um, Much longer than that, and that, uh, you know, the doctor's diagnosis is uh, wrong. Uh, So that's our prayer. Um, Next question. Who won the 2017 Money in the Bank match? Who won the 2017 Money in the Bank match? That is the next question on deck for uh, whoa, John! Good and and Samsung fan and Alexander. Good job. That was quick, John. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't do too much with it. But uh. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ghost Machine. Also said Baron Corbin. G H P Network. Baron Corbin as well. Next question on deck. Question on deck. Who did Naomi defeat? To retain the SmackDown Live Women's Championship at Money in the Bank 2017, John is on it. Uh, wow! Nice. Somebody knows their somebody knows their Money in the Bank trivia. So this is the easy stuff. I'm giving you the 2017 easy stuff right now. As the show progresses, I'm going to get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, that is correct, Lana. Um, Still wondering why she was able to get a title shot on her first uh, match or so. That was uh, quite odd. Um, but just it to was. lift up the night, uh, definitely wanted to start off with Just Incredible. Because um, uh, our thoughts and prayers with that. Just to lift it up yeah, a little bit more, uh, AJ Styles' music. His theme song was originally set uh, for James Storm. That's a, that was a
1: quite Ugh. interesting
5: news that uh, was yeah. revealed uh on uh the table for three with uh, uh road dog, Jeff Jarrett and AJ Styles uh, and Elias uh is actually a pretty good table for three. Um I understand why Elias was there but it was but he was kind music. of off. <laughs> he was he was kinda like I mean Elias is the man, but I understand why he was there just because of the music and things like that. Uh, I agree, Samsung. I, I miss the uh, 8 Days Old Grits theme song as well. I was a big fan of – I'm a big fan of Grits uh, anyways. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, when it, he was it, evil, it, I evil AJ? Life, life there.
7: You talking about the theme song when he was evil AJ? When he started using the calf killer? No, 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 no.
5: That's the, uh, that's the evil ways. Grits is a uh, popular Christian rap. Uh, oh, that, that
7: song. Yeah, that uh, was nice. I know what
5: you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 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 and it's funny because you know, like I said, I think I think Elias being there was a bit odd uh, because I understand that why he was there just because of the country music, blues musical background, and and Jared asks you know some good questions to him. Uh, but a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the conversation was kind of makeup. Uh, a it's been a while between the road dog and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, so it was, uh, but you know, it was, it was a good table for three. So it was really interesting that road dog did share that because Jeff Jarrett was talking about, uh, how important theme music, uh, is for, you know, people's career. And of course we, we know that. I mean, we hear the glass shatter, you know, we know it's stone cold. It's you smell. You know, it's the rock. And, you know, that's. I've had many conversations about how important uh, it is to, you know, as far as the, the, the theme song is. And then Road Dogg said, you know, just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he said that um, the uh, AJ Styles' current theme song, yep, Gong, Undertaker, that's correct as well, um, It was originally set for James Storm. And he said Storm passed on it. Went a different direction, and then AJ filled it in perfectly. And I, and it's funny because now when I look listen to AJ's theme song tonight, I was like, "Huh? I wonder how that could be. I wonder how James Storm was able to was able to use that." Yeah, you know, uh, Ernie yep, Shawn Michaels, of course, Sexy Boy. Uh, GHP, you think the Bludgeon Brothers theme is catchy? Uh, I can't get into the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, I can't. I can't get anything like nothing about the Bludgeon Brothers. I can get like I like. I'm a big fan of Luke Harper. I think Luke Harper. I wish that when he turned babyface against the Wyatt family before the Bludgeon Brothers stuff, I wish they would have give him. I wish they would have gave him. Would have given him a a better. Babyface baby face singles push um but they didn't do that so um undisputed Era, shocked the system that's probably my favorite uh I agree but that theme is stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh Undisputed Era is probably one of my probably my favorite theme song out right now. Um I'm a big fan of uh, Undisputed era's theme song but, uh, yeah, that, yeah
3: that's
7: a good one.
5: Planet.
1: Planet.
5: Planet. 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 Oh, yeah, big fan,
7: big fan of that song. Um, Real
5: quick, I, but yeah, add
7: to this, it, the really, glorious theme. It's is so short. I mean, yeah, it is, being a musician, you you are. It's, it's so short. It is, you, whoever did it. First of all, these theme songs are starting to sound too much alike, and after yeah. kind of well, like the CFOs see, do them all, just now.
5: Like since Jim Johnson's gone. CFOs do just about all of them nowadays. You so can tell. It's all it's all like poppy EDM type of feel to it. Like it's just there's really nothing there I mean I like the songs but like you said there a lot of them are the same nowadays because there's just really one you know uh, one uh, group to do do it. Now they bring then they bring in artists to sing with them. Um, you know, but yeah, but it's the it, same it, music. It, mostly all of them is the same. Yeah. Um, the same Nakamura Hill. I like, I like Ma- Nakamura Hill's theme too. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I like it.
5: Um,
7: and Brian Corbin's uh, um, his theme sounds just like the Bludgeon Brothers theme, some of the
3: same
7: melodies. <laughs>
5: yeah. It does. Uh, Derek says, Yes, I love the theme song. It's my ringtone morning alarm. That's a, That's a pretty good ringtone to have for sure. Um, what theme was that? The Undisputed Era theme song. I'm a big fan yeah, of
7: it.
5: Yeah, it's a good song. thing. Good guitar riff. Yeah. Ember yes, is yeah. yeah. And is a
7: good
5: thing. I love when Kyle O'Reilly comes down and does the NWO Hulk Hogan uh playing the guitar with his belt. Yeah, love I, lo- I sharp, love when yeah.
3: Kyle O'Reilly does that.
5: Yeah. I see, I, I, I'm, I'm torn with the Undisputed Era. I, I'm torn with them because. Their heels, you know, that that's the thing. I, I I'm see, and I've said this many times before. There's, I've been on Facebook. This is the three hundred and twentieth episode. This is the first time I'm actually live on the Russell's own YouTube uh uh Google Hangouts Live. Uh but I'll say this so, I, so I'll reiterate for the new for, for people who uh maybe have uh seen this show for the first time. Um yes, he is super over in NXT. Uh, but here's, here's my deal. I am such a traditionalist. I am, I, am, I am a strict traditionalist when it comes to baby faces and heels. I'm really big on that. Uh, and it, it's, it gets tough, you know, because Adam Cole is a heel, but he gets cheered, and he doesn't really do anything. I mean, they, you know, they gang attack and things like that. But Adam Cole doesn't really do anything to really kind of make himself a heel, you know, and I always say this, when you're in a smart crowd, uh, you know, some of those crowds would like to put themselves over and you still get booed. I mean, that's when you are really doing your job. I mean, that's it, like, like Carmella, you know, what we saw on SmackDown uh, tonight, Carmella, I mean, like big, big applause for Carmela, because yeah. you know London, London's a very smarkey crowd, and she was still getting booed, and that's that's a that's a big deal. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big I'm a big traditionalist. I've you know I've been a journalist for quite some time now. I've, last year's WrestleMania in Orlando, was a part of a Q and A with Sting and Flair and Jr. And I and I I brought this up a few times and. You know, Sting agrees with me. I asked, I asked Sting and uh, and Flair and Ross, and, and Sting says he said it. He agree with he agree with me as far as just the uh, traditional baby faces and heels because you need that good heel. A good heel makes a good baby babyface, uh, and, and Sting oh, cool. agreed with me. And you know, he talked about Rick Rude and how uh, if it wasn't for people like Rick Rude and Rick Flair, he wouldn't be who he is as Thing, yes. um, because because he had that good heel To make him a good baby face And so nowadays it's so murky It's so blurred That no one really stands out Because you got heels being faces Faces being heels Cole getting cheered brains getting booed You know, it's one of those things uh, Ernie says Rick Rude would put your girl in his trunks And do this shimmy Yes <laughs> What i like to have right now Is for all you fat out of shape, no good warthogs. Keep the noise down while I show you what a real sexy man looks like. Hit the music. <laughs> Big fan of, um, you know, he's a he's a he was a legend. Uh, he he's he's left us on this side, but um uh, yeah. he was a part of the uh, Hall of Fame last year. That I was able to go to his 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 uh, uh, children, Rick Martel. Yeah, elegance. You know, he was really good as well who
7: needs to be in the hall of fame
5: um, that, i agree now what do y'all think is rick Martell is, is rick Martel hall of fame worthy should rick Martell be in the hall of fame we've had this as a flavor Coco of the week be question aware. before uh,
4: Coco yeah. beware is uh, flavor
5: in the week is a, 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 a flavor of the week is a segment that we have at the end of the show um where we just have a random wrestling topic. This week, the Flavor of the Week topic is going to be, um, uh, If you you can pick one, you can pick two. I actually have four. It's it's a fun Flavor of the Week topic this week. We're still in the Money in the Bank vein. If there was one Money in the Bank winner, or two, or three, or I have four, uh, if there's a Money in the Bank winner that you could replace for someone who was in the same match... Who would it be? So, if you look at a Money Bank winner out of the series of Money The Bank winners of the past, you know, 11 years, 10 years, 11 years, if you can, if you can say no to him, but replace her with someone else who was in the match, who would it be? So, pretty fun uh, Money Bank for uh, for this week. So, uh, let's see. John says yes. Ernie says absolutely not. Underutilized. Um, Derek says Carmella and Bliss are probably the best heels right now. Uh, really great at getting fans not like them. I agree. I agree. Carmela and Alexa Bliss are uh, two fantastic heels. Next question on me. deck. Miz is as well. Which two people successfully cashed in their Money in the Bank uh, contract on the same night? Which two people successfully cashed in their money in the bank contract on the same night. Um, Kane. Uh, that is correct. That is one of them. Yes. That's one of them. Someone says, I think the other one Able. was Ray. No, nope. Ray was actually the one that Kane beat <laughs> in 2010. So, uh, next headline. Um, so, WWE announced that's Ronda Rousey. They're at the uh, NBC Universal Upfront event. And so, you know, you had the BFFs, uh, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax, uh, all of them just kind of having some fun, and Charlotte and Rousey doing the Ric Flair woo and so forth. And then all of a sudden, Nia Jax makes things serious, and she says, you know, I don't know what she said verbatim, but as far yeah, it was a cheesy segment. I totally agree with that. Uh, You know, I'll go to the top of the competition, this and that, and I'm challenging you. And, again, it goes back to me being such an old-school fan. I like slow builds. I like slow burns. I like time when it comes to building something.
7: Say that again for the song. Repeat that. Time.
5: Time, yes, What's the time. time. And and I remember, I remember when Hogan and Andre competed at WrestleMania three. Uh, it was the it was in January. You know, it was about a three to four month build. You know, Hogan was already. You know, he, he thought that he thought he thought that uh, that Ho, that Andre was his best friend. He, Andre was such a. A top baby face for 15 years. Uh, you know, he won all the better Royals known to man. Comes out with Bobby Heenan and, and Hulk Hogan is flabbergasted. flabbergasted. You know, no, 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 brother. No, no, no. It's no, a, brother, so he's, don't do that.
3: He's, he's,
5: don't do that, brother. You know, and it comes out with Heenan. Heenan just, you know, says, look, listen. Andre deserves better. He got this little trophy while you got this big trophy. You know, you've been champ for 4 years. He he's been undefeated for 15 years. You know, Andre the Giant wants the title. And Andre snatches the chain off of him. Kids are crying. <laughs> the, the, you know, the, the 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 adults are uh they they're shocked. You know, talk about shock the system. Uh, that's that's what happened in 1987, ladies and gentlemen. The system was shocked. Uh, yes, it was real to us. That's exactly right. Uh, and that's what happened in 1987. And it was such an amazing build. You know, the the main event episode, and uh, you know, uh, Pontiac Silverdome, 1987. Pontiac, Michigan, uh, the 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 body slam heard around the world. Uh, Hulk Hogan gets his comeuppance from the eighth one in the world. Is the as as uh, uh, my man a uh, grilla monsoon would say, the irresistible force against the immovable object. Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. I mean, just amazing, amazing stories. Now. It's just a matter of we're at some events. You only had one match in your entire career, and it was a tag team match. And you're at the top of the list. It's you know, I'm challenging you to a title shot. I think it's terrible. I think it. I think it takes away from uh, Ronda Rousey's momentum. I think she needs to slowly continue to you know. And I don't think it's going to be you know. And and, and there's reports that. The reason why they're doing this is because uh, they want to make money to the bank. A uh, big pay per view. They still want to use uh, Ronda Rousey, but they don't want her to lose in the qualifying match. Neither do they either want her to uh, win the case. Uh, so there's there's different variables uh, of why they chose Rousey to be a part of that. Um, but here's the thing. I mean, they don't. They didn't need. Rousey to be in the money in the bank Match you know what I See I don't see a clean finish That comes from here plus you know You just had a Nia Jax baby Face turn just last month She was talking about the Anti-bullying and all That and so forth and so on And you know and they turn Her baby face finally they die You know she got her hair dyed she's Wearing like you know Cute outfits now and it's like yeah, you do all that Just to have crazy. You know, Some crazy announcement For some match It makes no sense to me it, it it lets you
7: know It lets you know The star power If you have to And I'm using a PG term I can't use the term If you're going to hot shot If you go. you're going to hot shot At Angus mm-hmm. They'll let you know the star power. You don't have enough star power around, especially in the women's division. Oh, well, let's shot this angle to get people to watch Money in the Bank. Yep. We just had Naya Jacks. So what I think is a beautiful woman? I I, I got the honor. Me and Father Stone are similar. We don't really read too much about females and wrestling Everything of attractive. I love Naya Jax. So we have got to talk to her. We're going to see elevator elevated. with a beautiful woman? She just got over as a is yep. a champion. She's a face, and she's wearing nicer outfits. Even though I can't stand her ring gear, and she did some absolutely special with the last <laughs> pay-per-view about being different, <laughs> blah 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 blah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Something my mother used to tell me, and I I never understood until I got older. My mom used to always say. Some men look good until they open their mouth. I never got it. Some women are the same way. Nia, first of all, Nia Jack's voice annoys me. I don't know what it is. Maybe she's oh, may. yeah. me. Too. Her voice annoys yep. me. She looks amazing. Just keep your mouth shut. And, you know, she does this yep. after school special kumbaya, you know, and now she's like, you know, the new captain for kids and, you know, bullies and <laughs> be different, blah, blah, blah. So what sense does it make for her to randomly downloading challenge Ronda Rousey for well, what? Yeah. You're the one that's the champion. Why are you challenging someone that's a challenger? Shouldn't it be the other yep. way around? It it, it, just, it yep. was so out of place, and I'm like, why couldn't this build to SummerSlam? Now is the biggest thing going on on Raw. Alexa Bliss is great. Mm-hmm. Sasha's great. Keep building her. Wanda Rousey still could have been at Money in the Bank. Just have it for somebody in that ugly armbar thingy that she does, whatever it's called. Make an appearance, build it up to where, okay, Wanda Rousey, last time I checked, when you're the champion, you don't do the challenging. I mean, Rocky Balboa didn't challenge Club of Lane. Right. Club of Lane (laughs) challenged Rocky Balboa. Apollo Creed didn't challenge Rocky. I
3: mean, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm
7: challenging. you. Yeah. It made no sense.
3: None,
5: none at all. I mean, uh, it it made no sense at all. And it, like you said, it was a hot shot, you know, uh, thing. And it just takes away just the the art of storytelling. Where has that gone? Where is the art of storytelling gone? Got some comments here, which, like I said, I don't think it's going to be a clean finish and this, being verified here in the chat room, which I totally agree. I definitely see Natalia's uh, turning on Ronda, and I've actually actually wrote this. Um, I definitely see Natalia and Ronda at SummerSlam, which I'm totally fine with. I think if there's anyone who's the safest in the ring, that's uh, would be a good feud for uh, Ronda Rousey. Would definitely be Natalia. If you want, if you want safe, <laughs> if you you know, if you, if you definitely want someone safe in the ring, I would definitely say the safest person that you could go against would be Natalia, for sure. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I don't, I, like I said, I don't see a clean finish from this, uh, but at the same time, just having the match period just, just, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense at all for sure. So there's a storyline they're you know, they're planting seeds, you know, with the Natalia and Rousey thing talking about how, Um, you know, they they train together, they're good friends and things like that. So,
1: um,
5: you know, like I said, there's not going to be a clean finish, but just, you know, I understand the mainstream attention that they want and Roman's revolution and all that. I I get it. I get why they're trying to do it. I get why they want to do it. But at the same time, it's like what happened to the art of, storytelling. Someone's saying, Vince is booking it for headlines, and that's exactly what's going on. He's looking at things that are outside, mainstream attention outside of WWE and that, you know, writing um, for, you know, being a journalist, I get to listen to a lot of uh, um, presentations. I get, you know, from from the the corporate level, I get to listen to a lot of uh, conference meetings and and conference calls and and presentations from George Berrios, who's the CFO and things like that. I've listened to plenty of them. And I actually am about to have a piece that's going to be released uh, in Wrestling Inc. about just what Berrios thought about splitting the brand. So that's going to be out here in a moment. Um, listening to those things, I understand why they do things like that because WWE, you know, they're, they're they want to please the shareholders. So what they do is they have little things that spike numbers up and they use that saying, Hey, see look,
2: we got all these
5: numbers, we got these wonderful numbers, we got over two million subscribers of the WWE network. And they have that during WrestleMania season. They don't talk about the big drop that's after that, but you know, they want all these elaborate numbers and make things look good and they want all that stuff. So you know, that's what that's what it's all about with the WWE, WWE nowadays. Um, They're using this to create that mainstream attention. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. A lot of people aren't a fan of it. Um, we'll see what's going to happen to Money in the Bank. I think it will lead to, you know, it's going to be in June. So that will be, you know, the six- to eight-week mark before before SummerSlam uh, to build. So I could definitely see... Um, I could definitely see that happen. Someone's saying here, Rhonda ruined the Roman's World Rumble. Now, don't get me wrong. I was very skeptical of Ronda Rousey in the beginning, but she won me over uh, like none other at WrestleMania. I think that was actually the best match at WrestleMania. Um, I was a big fan of the uh, Brian and Shane against Owens and Zane match. That was a good match as well. But as far as just, the best match at WrestleMania, uh, Evan and I, we were both there. We had very good seats. Uh, we were right uh, at the end of the – we were on the risers. So, basically, you had the floor seats and the level on the floor uh, right behind the floor uh, seating was – we were there. So, really good seats. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And we had the Thank opportunity you. to uh, really – Enjoy the matches. We had the beach balls behind us, <laughs> so wasn't a fan of that. So but, you know, that's another topic for another day. Uh,
3: but, uh, but
5: I was—I had, had an opportunity to really concentrate on the matches and not get involved in all the craziness that was behind me. Uh, I really, really liked. The Ronda Rousey uh, angle Versus Tripper Stephanie match That was personally my favorite match of the night Uh, It blew me away Just as far as just How much Rousey did a fantastic job Studying Um, Just the craft And you can understand how much she was a fan And just the cadences Just the facial expressions All that was just wrapped into a really good night For Ronda Rousey Um, But she had that momentum going and then you throw her in this, and just the timing is just really, really weird for me. Next question on deck. Uh, oh, so we don't have the correct answer that. We have Kane. So no one said the other person, and it is another. another. Dean Ambrose, ladies and gentlemen. See, that goes to show how much it was a forgettable night. Dean Ambrose cast in on Seth Rollins. At Money in the Bank 2016, and for right. all of you Roman rain taters, that was the last time that he was world champ. So, he hasn't been world champ in two years, but he has been pushed up, pushed above the moon, but hasn't been world champ in two years. So, someone explain that to it's, me.
7: Um, well, Rhonda uh. <laughs> Rousey, like you said, won me over at Mania. She did a great job. Very impressed. Her mic work could get a look, good gosh. You know, she's uh, new at it. Her, her facials, she just looks, from the moment, her head keeps to the side. And it's just like, yeah. why, why can you keep your head straight? Why, why do your head always tilt? And, 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 you know, as a Ronda Rousey is is very impressive, but she still needs time in the ring. And you can't just oh, hot-shout yeah. her again. Absolutely. Now you're Jax, who we know who she is. But the mainstream world don't know who she is yet. It's not like nope. it's Jay Leno or anybody big in pop culture, Nicki Minaj or Snoop Dogg. It's <laughs> not like to that level. So, to Rousey wrestling up Money in the Bank, okay, it'll get a headline on Sports Center ABC, but it's not gonna have that off because people outside of wrestling will be like, "Who's Na Jax? Who is she? I don't know who she is." So, why yep. don't you build her up for the next few months? months have her do a lot of press releases, press work, you know, like be always do, have her come on the show, you know, other shows outside, do, you know, press appearances, interviews, to kind of build her, you know, to build her stock for her becoming like a pop culture icon and then yeah. have a face Ronda Rousey, but, you know, just hot shot, I don't yeah. know who she is. It's not like even, I would even, even have, have her, Rhonda...
5: I would even have her beat. See, we don't, I don't, we don't need face. Nia versus Face Rousey, like this one makes because aren't
7: both faces?
5: If it was SummerSlam, Royal Rumble next year, Nia does a big heel turn. You know, I thought that uh, you know I was going to be anti-bully, but you still don't like me. This and that. You know, you you could do something with Nia to make her this big monster, and Rousey has a stipulation. Like, see, here's the thing with, and this is going back to to tradition again. You don't... See, the heels weren't necessarily good wrestlers. You know, that's that's the thing. It, it wasn't necessarily... You know, if you look at all the heels from back in the day, Andre, Stud, Earthquake, Typhoon, Bundy, you know, they weren't... The, the big, large heels were never necessarily good workers in the ring, but they were the... Uh, They they were the people who set up the baby face to become, you know, to get his comeuppance, to get his moment, you know, to, to, you know, for the fans to say, you know, uh, I can't believe that, you know, they're, they're, they're going through all this and they're being beat up and sabotaged. And then the pay-per-view comes around and they get their moment. That's what the heels were for. and, and, And the good heels made the baby faces look really good. So, and you know, of course you had the flares and the savages and things like that that were really good in the ring but they still were there to get heat to you know for the for the baby faces to flush out. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Vince has been around that whole time to know that formula works. <laughs> but, you know, for some reason because it's a publicly traded organization None of that matters anymore, and that's where a lot of people have an issue with. Next question on deck, who retained the Intercontinental title by defeating The Miz at Money in the Bank 2013? Who retained the Intercontinental title by defeating The Miz at uh, Money in the Bank 2013? And before I got an opportunity to finish it the second time, John is on the money Curtis Axel ladies and gentlemen Can you believe that Mm. Curtis
3: Axel
5: Five years ago Curtis Axel was being Managed by uh, Paul Heyman And was the Intercontinental Champion Now he's one half Of the B team What a difference five years make Five years make Uh, Next question on deck. Next headline um. Uh, next headline is uh, Chris Jericho. So next, uh, Michael McGillicuddy. That was that was before <laughs> Axel, which even worse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, can you believe that Michael McGillicuddy and David Otunga were tag team champs at one point of their careers? That's oh. and, and and what and even it worse, David Otunga was tag team champs with Gia
1: I think it was like for one, one
5: raw there were champs. It was wow, talk about your tag team division at that time. That was quite bad. Uh Chris Jericho, the reason why he was removed from the casket match at the Greatest World Rumble. Uh some speculation is that um uh half a day. It wasn't even half a day, was it? It was it was like it was like the duration of one um one raw. I think it was like a the from the beginning to the end of raw I think it was something like that. It was a it was like no time <laughs> it was uh, quite sad. Uh all right so so with with Jericho's thing uh it, it was I got some comments, I got some feedback that it was so much in that article to understand. So I'm going to break it down right now. Um okay, so basically the gist of it is um, so it was originally Rusev versus Jericho, uh, the Rusev versus Taker, um, the Prince of Saudi Arabia. Okay, so so the original match was Undertaker Rusev. So Taz speculated that the bury me softly um, tweet led to Rusev being pulled out of the match. Chris Jericho was the replacement because, as we saw. With uh also Chris Jericho being caught up by Vince McMahon to be uh Shane McMahon's replacement if he <laughs> was unable to compete at WrestleMania, Chris Jericho is just the fallback guy, he's the uh, ace in the hole, basically. Um, so Jericho agreed, Jericho became the replacement to compete against The Undertaker. So, um Shortly after that uh this is a this is according to the wrestling observer radio. So Jericho so Jericho Jericho Taker became the casket match. Jericho tells Vince McMahon as a courtesy that he was going to shoot an angle with uh Tatsuya Naito at uh the um wrestling uh don' uh Dontaku event the, the second night and we saw that he was in the mask. Uh Naito was clapping people's hands Jericho was in the mask uh he beats up So takes the mask off Boba. so we saw that's what that's what happened and so you know Jericho said this many times on his podcast he's a free agent you know he he's not signed with anyone but he's he's loyal to WWE so when he you know competes outside of uh WWE, you know, he tells Vince McMahon thing. He tells Vince McMahon these things as a courtesy, just because he's loyal to WWE, he's a WWE guy, got a Vince McMahon, they're friends, he even said. So after, and this is, you know, some people, you know, it could be called coincidence, bad timing. But when Jericho tells Vince McMahon uh, that he was going to be involved in New Japan again, set up for Dominion. He was told that the Prince of Saudi Arabia specifically asked for Rusev to be in the casket match. So Jericho was removed again. So it makes it really hard to believe that the same prince who was aware (laughs) that uh, Rusev was being pulled from the match and this is the same, you know, Saudi Arabia uh, the Undertaker was in a in a featured match by himself because uh, the Prince of Saudi Arabia they were big into having old school wrestlers on the card. So, you know, the, the, the biggest old school wrestler on the WWE roster right now is the Undertaker. So he was in a featured match. Jericho's next as far as just old school wrestlers he has been there for 19 going on 19 years uh, so it's hard to believe that Rusev was specifically requested by the Prince of Saudi Arabia what it seems to be and this is and this is what all of this makes sense you know I, I, I also said, wrote on the article on in wrestling Inc um, Jericho's very tight-lipped about You know his angles and uh, Don Cividi. He didn't even tell Don Callis, and, and Don Callis was instrumental, even setting up. You know him and Omega. Callis had to find out by himself, and Callis explained that on the Killing the Town podcast. And what it seems of of what this is all about, and and this isn't confirmed, but this is basically how all the pieces are falling in the puzzle that seemingly because Vince notified um, that the Jericho notified Vince McMahon about shooting an angle in Japan. He was pulled because of that. And that's, that's what it seems like uh, because the timing just doesn't really line up to just spell coincidence, you know, as far as that, but and in my opinion, I would rather see Rusev in the casket match, anyways. Because if it was Rusev or Jericho, both of them was going to lose the match, and I'm tired of seeing Jericho lose matches. So I was happy that that Jericho was replaced, anyways. Um, so that's that's how it was. Um, that that's what happened as far as just that. But it was just it was just really yeah. weird.
1: Was uh, weird. Someone's yeah, it's asking if or Matt here too.
5: No, uh, so this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Yes, thank you, John, for answering that. Uh, Raj, Glenn, and Matt are on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, the Pancakes and Power Slams podcast on Tuesday nights. I've had it on Tuesday nights for the past six years. This is the first night that I usually uh, uh, recorded, videotape it, and then put it on the Wrestling Inc. YouTube um, afterwards. But tonight, uh we're actually doing it live and based on uh your support and your uh interaction which has been very good uh, tonight uh we're going to um actually start doing this uh, every week so um yeah yeah but it's it's just re- it's just weird I-, I wouldn't call it coincidence uh someone called the pay-per-view trash juice that was <laughs>
3: Uh, oh, I love it, Johnson. Pancakes and Power Sams invasion back on. <laughs>
5: Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just just coincidence. Just, just a really coincidence, and it's really weird that Jericho would get pulled after he tells Vince, and if he tell, you know, like I said, Jericho's very tight lipped as far as telling. Um, who, uh, okay, yeah, okay, so that's at the end of the show as far as just replacement. So we'll get into that. That's going to be fun as far as who should have replaced who for the winner. That's at the end, uh, of the show. I uh, thank you for answering that, by the way. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it was just really weird to me because, like I said, Jericho remains tight lipped about those things and. It was reported, you know. Kudos to PW Insider. I've talked to Mike Johnson before, uh, live and you know through email. Um, you know, kudos kudos to him uh, for for breaking it. I believe I believe they were the people to report it first. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's a big deal because Jericho always keeps his stuff tight lipped, and so somehow Vince McMahon knew and then he probably told someone who told someone who told someone who leaked the information. So that uh, was really weird. So uh, let's get into the next headline. Uh, Taz, uh, this is a good uh, question for the live chat. Uh, Taz uh, shared his thoughts on who the most underrated person is in the WWE right now. And, he felt that it was Apollo Crews, and I like that choice uh because i've I've said this many times before and so here's uh here's taz's kind of logistic uh when it comes to underrated, which I like this a lot. He believes that if you get a lot I mean, you know if you've had a track record of having winning championships and uh, if you're on TV a lot, if you get a lot of uh, television airtime, that's not being underrated. Underrated is um, not much air, television airtime. When you get the television airtime, it doesn't really benefit to nothing. Uh, you're a great talent, uh, but you're not really. They're not really booking you according to the talent level that you have, uh, whether it be character-wise or athleticism and he said Apollo Crews and I agree I think that was a, I think that's a great choice because you know with uh with Apollo Crews um he's amazing I mean you know when he was UHA Nation he was a big you know he was huge in the independent circuit I've seen him you know
2: uh, uh
5: live before he's humongous he's small I mean he's short but he's as wide as a house um and still able to do standing moonsaults. Um, Someone said Miz, Cruz, uh, Ty, and Cesaro. See, I wouldn't agree with Miz and Cesaro based on Taz's logic, and and I agree with Taz's logic. Miz, you know, he's been Intercontinental Champion. He's been used on – He's been used on the TV quite a bit. Cesaro as well, no, he's uh, a, as far as tag team champions.
7: Yeah, they've been used uh, well. Ty Dillinger. Can, the yeah. yeah I, Cesaro's I been see,
5: used too well. Uh, someone is saying Chad Gable. I can see that. I can see <laughs> cha- I can see Chad Gable. <laughs> he's
7: like mighty. Uh, the thing is, he's too small.
5: I, I don't think that he's man. I don't think the Vincent Man is happy with. I mean, I think Gable is amazing. I love that he does the Rolling yeah. Chaos Theory. Um, you know, it's I lot. I love that he does the Rolling Chaos Theory because I'm a big fan of um,
4: Doug Williams.
5: Uh, what's my guy's name? Um,
7: Was it Doug Williams?
5: Oh, Doug Williams. Doug Williams. Yeah.
4: Um,
5: he does the Rolling Chaos Theory, and I love that J- Chad Gable does that. Uh, but <sighs> I don't think Vince is sold on how small uh, Gable is, you know. And I and, and it's unfortunate, um, but I I don't think that Vince is sold on um, how small Gable is as far as giving him, you know, a, a singles opportunity because although he's amazing in the ring, he's just not uh, he's just not big enough. You know, as far as just an in-ring presence, you know how been yeah, McMahon I... is with this big man. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the unfortunate part. Now, if Gable would, would go to NXT and have a singles run, oh, I think yeah, he'd be yeah. I think he would be. But, you know, he's on the main roster, and, you know, he beat Jinder Mahal, but he got uh, he got beat up by him. Someone's saying Jack uh, Zack Ryder. Uh eh, you know, I think writers had so many opportunities. It's it's crazy. So, next question. Name the three people who were unsuccessful in cashing in their money in the bank contracts. Name the three people who were unsuccessful in cashing in their money in the bank contracts. Uh, Ernie has two of them. Who's the next one? Dun, 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 drum roll. Um, we have two. I see two. I see two. Uh, no, Del Rio. Uh, Del Rio was successful in casting his. He casted on uh, CM Punk with the help of uh, Kevin Nash. Scott. Scott has it right. Scott is the first one that has it right. Good job. Damian Sandow. Giancina and Baron Corbin. Those are the three who were unsuccessful in cashing in their Money in the Bank contracts. Here's the next question. Who was the special referee of the Layla versus Summer Ray match at Money in the Bank 2014? How about that? Who was the special referee of the Layla versus Summer Ray match at Money in the Bank 2014? Who do you think is underrated, Devin?
7: Uh, Paulo Cruz, yeah, definitely. Um, I would say Chad Gable, but he'll never. I think. I think Bo Dallas and Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. I think I'm, I'm not going to say that. I, I say more so underused. I'm not going to say underrated. But say that again.
1: I said the B team.
7: Yeah, the B team. I, I just think Mo yeah. Dallas and Curtis Axel has so much more that they can offer. They just need the machine behind them. Uh because mm. they've been given a chance with the Miz and, you know, the Nexus or just different things or NXT, but uh, I think those are the ones. But I was going to say, Apollo Crews definitely. Titus O'Neill not so much anymore. Um, he doesn't really wrestle as much. I think you know with his dodge right. uh, a couple of weeks ago really <laughs> gave life to him. And um, yeah. Darren Young, I I don't even know if he's still in WWE. I think he's gone, but no, he he's another one I think year. had so yeah, so much potential, but he just couldn't. Some people just they just can't find that niche. I can't really think of anybody else yep. who's really underutilized. I mean, of course there are people the the new. Ty Dillinger is one and of course Noe Jose He's been Ty Dillinger on Raw Because I don't see him ever winning a match Unless it's a dark match on Superstars Or Jack Sunday Night Heat Shotgun yeah. Saturday Night or <laughs> <Right. laughs> The main event I'll <laughs> He's from one of those uh, Noe velocity. Jose Yeah Velocity uh, Live Wire Right um, Metal Jack Metal <laughs> Jack Metal. <laughs> Right. The main event, the uh, Pro. <laughs> oh, man. <really?
3: laughs> I, mean,
5: right
7: uh,
5: I, I got I to give a special shout out to Gruss real quick. Uh, he says, uh, or he, I believe, Gruss uh, says that the B team should use the old NWO B team. Yes. yes. That
3: was, that was great. That was no, The oh, best, awesome. best one. That, that is, ladies and gentlemen. The
1: NWO yes. Bo Dallas, Yes.
3: <laughs> Sack, down
7: uh, You can't have that music complete
5: with whole bums in your hands. <laughs> Scott News is coming up for no reason. Yes. This will happen to have the N-W-O-B-T music in my collection, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. You had some. You had an opportunity to listen to the old school NWO B Team music. One of the worst factions of all time. Uh, just wait, 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 I, wait. I'm, wait I'm did buddies you say with Eric the B
7: Team music? You say the B Team music is the worst. The B version is the worst faction.
5: Yeah, I think. Oh, I think the B Team NWO was terrible. Nah. With no. likes of Stevie Ray and no, Horace no, Hogan. No. No. No.
7: That's where you're wrong. I that think, was they were not I the think B Monster
5: team. That as well. That's the C team, terrible. brother.
7: That was the C team.
5: No,
7: that's the B team. B B, B team was Buffy, Buffy Bags, Scott Norton. Scott Norton. Those were like the B team. They was like B it's weird. The woolpack was kinda like B plus. Scotty Norton and, and uh uh Scott Norton and Buff, they kinda was like the B minus team, because they they got wins. That's they that's in out. the beginning though.
5: That's in the uh, beginning.
7: Uh, you you're it, talking uh, about the Stevie Ray uh, horse? Yeah, Hogan. the B team expanded,
5: and it was just like BK Wall
3: Street. <laughs> BK the, Wall Street. Brian BK Adams.
7: Brian. It just
5: it was terrible. It was it was just but, like uh, uh, what what are we doing now? What what, what, are, would we, you, what are we doing? What, <laughs>
7: What what would What's you terrible. prefer, the 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 extended B team, the or the silver and black and with Jeffrey Jeffrey Jarrett? Or I actually been,
5: wasn't I wasn't I wasn't very team. critical of silver and black. I, I think or, you know it was one of those things. I was a big fan of the NWO staying tight numbered, staying small in the numbers. Um, so it wasn't I wasn't. A, I wasn't very opposed to that. I think it was actually okay, but the B team, you know, it was, it was, it was terrible. Uh, the NWO B team was so bad. It became awful. Awesome.
3: <laughs>
7: you could. Hey, That's hilarious. I, I would, uh, I would take the B team over to Dungeon of Doom circa 95. When you had the likes of oh the goodness. Yeti. You had the, uh, like the Yeti.
1: Zodiac. <laughs> yeah.
7: Zodiac. Z Gangster. Yeah. Leprechaun. Oh, good. Uh, what was the big blob looking dude? What was his name? The gatekeeper, whatever he called him. The ultimate
3: him. solution.
7: The ultimate solution. Uh, no, the other dude, the little gatekeeper dude that was in the vignettes with Kevin Sullivan.
3: Yeah,
5: Sullivan. The
7: the, uh The. Um, yeah, oh, The Zordon, whatever yeah. he was, General yeah, Snow's predecessor. What? Yeah, <laughs> was, the,
2: Sullivan.
7: Yeah, he
1: was. Like <laughs> was
7: terrible. Uh, Sting oh, should never
5: joined the NWO. Totally agree with that, one hundred percent. That
7: never um, happened. It's just like Sting never joined the horseman I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm a reason that Sting <laughs> in the NWO. That's, what do you mean, Sting
5: joined the NWO? What
7: are you What is really? that, that
5: happened <laughs> Next question. But let's not forget who
7: won. The Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boys was in the NWO too.
5: Yeah. Uh, who won the Raw and SmackDown briefcases at Money in the Bank 2011? Who won the Raw and SmackDown briefcases at Money in the Bank 2011? Someone's bringing up Virgil. Oh man, that's oh, that's gosh. rough. He was he was in the NWO uh, as uh, Vincent. <laughs> that was rough. Um. So, yeah, uh, a couple more headlines before we get to... Good job. Good job, Gress. Really quick. Uh, for Raw, it was Alberto Del Rio. And for SmackDown, oh, it was as Booker T say. Rio. My man, Debra. <clears throat> uh, a couple more headlines before we get to the Raw and SmackDown um, review. So, WWE filed a trademark to bring back the Great American Bash. So, they did that with Starcade. Um but they made it uh, – G.I. Bro, oh, goodness. Uh, don't bring don't back those days. Uh, oh, we, that was tough. Are we going to start rough.
7: doing uh, uh, major guns? Oh, no thanks. General erections?
5: No <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. We need a WCW <laughs> revival. <laughs>
7: yeah. uh, what,
5: what, what year you do at WCW?
3: <laughs> what year?
7: Don't worry, um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll call Buddy Shane Douglas, get him to try to reform the Revolution.
5: Oh goodness, bring back uh, Dean Malenko. Well, Dean's an agent in WWE, so that's not going to happen.
7: And Dean is uh, So uh, yeah. Night. Uh, what, what year was it again
5: uh Dean Malenko won the uh, PWI? Uh, he was uh, number he one in the this. PWI top it Was it 96? Uh, we about that, this. Y'all know that. Look, I think it was ninety. It was 96,
7: 97, yeah. Because Sting was number two and right, Austin was three. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why did uh, if
5: someone knows before I get to it, um, <laughs> let, me, let me know. Dean Malenko was number one in the PWI top 500. Um I think it was 97. I I think it was 97, if
3: I'm not mistaken.
5: Um, The year of Generation X and the Monday Night Wars, NWO versus WCW. Dean Malenko, out of everybody, uh, reigned supreme, uh, number one, Um, PWI. Yeah, uh, yep. (laughs) 19... uh nineteen ninety seven ladies and gentlemen dean malenko was number one wow. in nineteen ninety seven so according to pro wrestling illustrated uh <laughs> somebody already said it he was like five two uh <laughs> he has some pretty good music he had some pretty cool music though the ice man uh but in the midst of ninety seven in in the midst of degeneration next uh, uh, the Undertaker still, you know, uh, running rampant in the WWE. The heart of the NWO versus WCW, NWO versus WCW versus WWE Monday Night Wars. In the heat of all of that, ladies and gentlemen, Dean Malenko was the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> and and there's only one thing that I can say to that. i
3: do it for you.
5: Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. I'd do it for you. Um, <laughs> the man of a thousand holds. Who was the man of a thousand and one holds? That's a quick trivia question there. The man of a thousand and one holds. Uh, so Tampa bids for the Royal Rumble. Um uh, and WrestleMania. Uh yes, this Jericho. Good job. He was a man of a thousand and one holds. Wow.
3: Um
5: yeah, well, Tampa. Tampa's never before.
3: hosted
5: they hosted host the Royal Rumble ninety five. They've never That's hosted a WrestleMania. Before. But here's the problem though. Uh we've already had uh Romanian Orlando twice and Miami. Miami and right. so the Florida market just needs um needs a break. So, uh, we need more, with with the WWE, mm -hmm. they, they, they want a partnership where they can have a big stadium and an arena for the hall of fame and NXT stuff. So you need the arena and you need the big stadium. So, um, I'm an Ohio and we have the shoe, uh, and we also have, uh, the nationwide arena, which is, uh. Just, uh, you know, just down the street from that. You know, the shoes on campus, close a 100,000 people.
7: The problem with us since we're in the East Coast and where we're at. We get, we literally get all four seasons in the weather. And right. Romania hit in March last April, unless you're in New York, because, you know, it's a wide market. New York is one of the biggest markets. Um, we're not yep. ever getting WrestleMania SummerSlam. Sadly, and even by the way, if you don't know that that ring, Russell Wilson, WrestleMania twenty nine, was heated. That ring was heated when they were outside because it wasn't <laughs> necessarily warm. But uh, we we don't have yeah. a big market like New York. But uh, I mean, Florida, we you know, we've seen you enough. Try to get impact here. Yeah, that's you know, true. Up, enough for,
5: enough with for Florida for a while. Enough with Florida. Yeah. Ohio does have a huge market, though. Ohio has the uh, nationwide arena, yeah, and actually. Actually, it will probably be the Schottenstein Center because it's right by the Shoe. So there you go. I mean, the Schottenstein Center is walking distance from the Shoe. Uh, So there's your tandem there. There's your big stadium, which is a Shoe. It can hold 100,000 people. And then, you know, the Schottenstein Center would be for – the NXT, the Hall of Fame, and then the Raw and SmackDown afterwards. Got some comments saying that guess that's why they went back to NOLA. Good arena with the Smoothie King Arena. Then you have the Superdome for WrestleMania. That is exactly why. Because uh, I mean, I was there this year, and there you can throw a rock to uh, you know to to the stadium from the Smoothie King Center, they're right next to each other. So that that's good, you know, for. That's the type of market they're looking for. They have the arena and then the big they have the stadium and then the big arena close by. So someone's saying Vegas, um, so I guess again it goes back to what arena is close to this to the big stadium. So uh, many doesn't need a huge arena. they should probably get smaller to be honest. trying to get bigger is going to uh, hinder them. They don't need everybody on the card either I agree with not everybody on the card but just that I mean just that big fight feel uh, just the feel of having you know you know 60 70 80 thousand people you know I've been to two WrestleManias this year and last year and having that feel of being around especially um, especially Orlando I think Orlando was better than New Orleans as far as just the feel of it yeah
3: I, agree.
1: I think
5: just I, I think the uh, extra mania activities, uh, as far as shows and stuff like that, for Nor- New Orleans were, was better, but I just think the overall mania feel uh, for Orlando was better. It was outside, there was a lot of fireworks. It was it was amazing. Um, it, it was great. Uh, Ernie saying the feel of Miami was lit. I can imagine. I can definitely imagine Miami having that feel as well. So we'll see where it goes. All right. So, what's your uh, real quick? What is your? Uh, oh, you've been a five to. You've been. gresham uh, has been a five WrestleManias. You need that big arena yeah, feel. Totally agree with that. Yep. Yeah, um, uh, what's your uh, thoughts on Raw and SmackDown?
7: Uh, uh you know, I, I, I enjoyed Raw. he's so lost. He, he's just like the prodigal son. He's 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 there. Well, per, I'll say yeah. this. Lastly, the, the the interview segment. I know we didn't, didn't really touch on it last week. Just was so off. Lastly, you need not to yeah. open your mouth ever again. You just <laughs> you look the part, but once you start speaking, it goes downhill. I, I like Sammy Zayn. I mean, he had one of the longest segments I've seen on Raw for us talking. I thought it was the triple eight segment. I thought I was going back really to the over. Attitude Era with Triple H talking on a microphone for about 35 minutes. Remember when Raw started, ha- the first 30 minutes of Raw was in-ring, was in-ring segments? Yep. Or this interview, that's what I thought. But I'm glad Savy got a chance to display his mic skills. I loved his, his body language. I loved his enthusiasm of getting him as a heel. My thing, and I disagree with you for this song. when you said this so and now, i get it. His music, you can't be a heel if you have catchy four kids music. When you hear your <laughs> song and people can sing along with it, you can't be effective heel. I'm not saying what's he getting the ring, but if the whole point of being a heel, the fans shouldn't be cheering for you. They shouldn't be singing after your theme song. you yep. did better with Nakamura, which I love Nakamura's heel thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Sandy Zane she is too.
7: one of the best catchy <clears throat> four kids happy Nickelodeon themes, and it's cool, but he's a hill. So, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do next week with Flashy Sisters. I I, I mean, some of the stuff in the segment was kind of corny, just saying, oh, he wears the same hat as me. Come on, he could come up with something better than that. You're right. Um, <laughs> your boy, Ginger Juice, Jinder Mahal, and Reigns. I, I mean, it's, it's good to see Reigns face somebody else. But, I mean, first of all, if your reason not really that hurt, who has time to say that catchphrase? Really? Modern day Maharaja? Come on, Mahal. And it's not right. Mahal. He's doing whatever yeah. he's told. Now, I enjoyed the spirit that came way out the blue, just falling through a bunch of sheetrock. That was all cool. How did that Jinder Mahal gets hurt going through it, but yet Reigns gets back up unscathed? It makes no sense. It's like, wait a minute. I thought yeah. it was like a different hit. But overall, I thought Raw was cool. Lashley's just lost. It's come, lost Lashley. Um. Seth Rollins, I mean, he's the best right now. I don't know. I don't get to burn it down, <laughs> catchphrase, but he's producing good match after good match. SmackDown, I thought mm-hmm. SmackDown was well. Carmella, one of the best heels. I I'm, i didn't really become a strong fan of hers until after Backlash. Uh, I mean, she, she's cute. She, her, her, her character is, is, is funny. It's, I don't know how to really explain it, but she's her own how many times are we going to see Nakamura against AJ for the 80th time? Like, is this rock versus triple H in 97 and 98? I mean, good God. Right. You know, for that mania, <laughs> then you fought the week after, then it was a break. And now you fought again on SmackDown and now Nakamura went, so he can decide the stipulation so they can just fight yet again at money in the bank. It's
3: like,
1: yeah, too much.
7: <laughs> come on. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's
1: not. But I won't it. say this
5: it's, though. Uh, this was the best Styles Nakamura match of the entire series It was,
7: series. yes, I, agree. I,
5: yeah. Yeah. It I was,
7: agree it was. It a, was a uh, yeah. it, it was, it was a good match <clears throat> I mean yep. the, I agree. the bar I, I, I'm just, The bar is losing Where is Oscar? It's like she mm-hmm. lost and now she's in the pool of pity Did she fall into the lake of reincarnation With Bray Wyatt What is going on <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. someone's yeah, asking I, I, I thought, was uh
5: the styles Nakamura match better than New Japan. Nope. I don't think it was better. No, it was good. It, it was it, was, it, was, it good. was good. It was it was it, it was the best Japan. match I think in WWE for sure. Um it yeah. was a really solid match, but nope,
7: not, not Nakamura their, uh, not Wrestle Kingdom for sure. Nope. But overall, I mean, I enjoyed um, both shows. I I did. Uh both both shows were cool. Uh, raw kind of lost me a few times. Oh, shout out to Booker T. I, I, uh, another another thing, I'm sorry, Coach, you could have stayed in the back. You can go back and doing commentary like you did back in the day, backstage. Yep. Just don't grow your head back like you did. But the, the, the hilarity <laughs> of Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Booker T, where Michael Cole calls <laughs> King Wolfgang a ball it a ball-headed one-year-old, and, and yeah. Corey Graves is <laughs> like, somebody's kid, <laughs> and who's King Maxwell, Corey Graves is like, oh, my gosh. And Booker T, to me, the funny, that's why I like unintentionally funny moments between them three. Right. Right. three. That, that's he what I always this, say. say I always say, say
1: Booker
5: T, he brings the character he brings that character that he needs, you know, that, that the commentator needs. It's just kind of bland. I mean, I like coach, but I, but it's a lot more bland than this is a sports center when the book of man comes in. Yeah. You know? So as far as my thoughts, real quick, Raw and Smackdown, um, uh, you know, Reigns and gender Mahal. I'm not excited about <laughs> that at all. That's your boy. I'm not totally, it, but I'm not, I'm not excited about it for sure. Um, People always say, people say that they should turn Bobby Roode heel. Okay, listen, if they turn Bobby Roode heel, the glorious, cut the whole, you know, if we, when you get to the point where none of the fans are chanting glorious and singing with him, okay, then make him heel. But if the fans are going to do the same exact thing as they're doing now, and he, but he's just wrestling bad guys, I mean, or he's just wrestling baby yeah. faces, there's no need to turn him heel because yeah. it'll just be the same thing. So yeah, I agree. if you want to turn him heel, get to the point where people are going to boo him. Not do the exact if they do the exact same thing, there's no need to turn him for sure. Um, I like Lashley a lot. It's just he needs. The so lost. He he, he needs a, a character overhaul for sure. So what
7: is he? What is um, he? Is he still soft spoken? Is he still hard hitting?
5: He's Does just, need Trump? He's someone with three sisters,
7: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, um, we love you, Bobby. I'm a
5: big you, I'm a big fan of Ember Moon. Um she's probably my favorite like on the movie. roster right now. Uh, her and Oscar. Um I'm glad that Oscar's getting the, the title match from SmackDown, but there's no rhyme or reason though. I mean, why is Oscar I mean I'm a big fan of Oscar. She's my she's probably my number two right now. my, my top three is probably
7: the um, squad. I know you love
5: them, uh, tubs, huh? No, uh, Ember, Oscar, Naomi, and then fourth, I would say Becky Lynch. Those, those are my top four right now. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, would, and, I,
7: would I would agree. You gotta go yeah,
5: with um, though. Uh, I, I, I like Alexa Bliss is fantastic, but I don't like her, which is good. Cause that's uh she's doing good. No, I'm i mean, you know, Samsung's asking uh no Charlotte. I've never really been too high on Charlotte. Charlotte's one yeah. of the best it's probably probably the best in the entire uh uh WWE right now, but
7: I've never Does been a fan of fixed? Charlotte Blair. Did she get her yeah. injury fixed?
5: Uh yes. both her teeth and her uh her breast. But, so yeah. um they're go, uh, they're gonna do anything with the girl who uses hair to hit people with. Uh, I suppose you're talking about Bianca Belair. Um, she's uh honing her craft in uh, NXT right now. so uh, I mean listen I'm not a I'm not a fan of Charlotte. I think Charlotte is amazing. Uh, in the ring. just overall probably the best on the roster. Uh, I've just never would have been. I, I, I've just never been a fan of Charlotte Faire, Flair, as far as just my personal fandom, so to speak. Uh, don't, is, I don't dislike you, her you, whatsoever, but she's never been. I've never been a fan of her, so to speak. Um,
7: were you a fan of Ashley right, Flair? Right.
5: Uh, no. Uh, what, year <laughs> what year was the first Money in the Bank pay per view? What year was the first Money in the uh yeah, so SmackDown, um I guess I guess Big Cast two thousand ten, good job. Man, you guys are uh on it. I've got one more before we close and of the week. Um so yeah, as far as just um SmackDown's concerned, it seemed like Cass got beat up because you know there were some some issues. Uh, 2000. Uh, someone's asking who won it. 2010, Kane won. Uh, 2010, cast it uh, in on uh, Ray Mysterio that year. Um, yeah, I just
3: the,
5: so so Cass. Seemingly, the, the the beginning when Daniel Bryan, you know, beat him up and jacked up his knee and all that. And it seems like that came from the story that broke that uh, Cass was uh, under under the radar. I mean he was under fire basically for uh segment um uh he was supposed yeah Cass is in the doghouse and we saw that I think that was a doghouse moment at the beginning of SmackDown. He was supposed he wasn't he asked if he can beat up the midget. They said no and they beat him up anyways. Basically that's the that's the simple version of it. So he was in the doghouse because of that. So all right. Um Last question of the night before we get to the Flavor of the Week. Here we go. John Cena, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Alberto Del Rio, Sheamus, and Kane, who is the missing participant in the 2014 Money in the Bank match? With all these people, once again, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, ADR, Seamus Kane. Who's missing from that lineup that was in the uh, 2014 Money in the Bank match? All right, real quick, Flavor of the Week, here we go. It is now time
2: for the Flavor of the Week. I want PhD-level questions.
5: Well, I'm a PhD student. Uh I'm about to become a doctor. Uh, in my dissertation, so uh, it, uh, <laughs> I guess I guess that does make sense for things to be PhD level questions for me. So uh, that was a good comment. Uh, all right, so uh, all right, let, ladies and gentlemen, so let's get back. We got about seven minutes or so. Um, your thoughts? So out of all the Money in the Bank matches, who would you take out? Uh, of saying this person should have not won this particular Money in the Bank match. Instead, this person should have won. So, chat room, uh, your thoughts on that? Evan, uh, give me your uh, give me your replacement.
7: I would say um, WrestleMania I 24 when CM Punk won, I would have went ahead and let like, Chris uh, not Chris, i Chris Jericho. Just the thing, you know, Jericho, Jericho never won the Money in the Bank. Yeah, I just would have given to Jericho right. Not that the Punk win Was Anything against Punk At that time I just would have mm-hmm. I just feel As Jericho is I kind of think He just was Still underutilized A lot of times And um I, I would have given it to Jericho I just think Jericho Right that time Really could have Did well with it
5: Yeah Um Seeing in the chat room Jack Swagger So If you If you're removing Someone who won The Money at Bank uh, who would you replace? it So move the person that won the Money in the Bank, Replace it with someone who was in the match. So uh, Evan, you did that perfectly. Uh, all right. So here, here are my, here are my. That uh, four. Uh, uh not not the uh, not any particular order. Maybe one or two above the other,
3: but not really any particular. Um.
5: So I got Money in the Bank 2013 Of course I don't think Damien Sandow should have won that I think that was a terrible call um, Which was proof Because he didn't even successfully cash in um, I think Cody Rhodes should have won that role He was the MVP of yeah. that Money in the Bank uh, That was actually His migration to A phase term because they were doing the whole Scholars thing at that time And I think that. Uh, you know, it was, that was probably one of the peak moments of Cody's career as far as what they should have done. That was probably the biggest time that he was kind of world championship uh, material at that time. Um, definitely should have done that. Uh, 2012, the year before, uh, John Cena was like five people. It was like a world former world champion's Money in the Bank, which was a terrible idea, yeah. terrible concept. John Cena winning the Money in the Bank was just awful. Plus, he didn't even cash it in
6: successfully. He, he
5: didn't was even terrible. win. It was definitely a throwaway. Um, I think Jericho should have won that year. Uh, like you said, Jericho never won the Money in the Bank. It would have been interesting to see Jericho cash it in. Um, the next one, I'm, I'm buddies with uh, Jack Swagger, um, but uh, him winning that, that. Money in the Bank that year was just...
3: Yeah. It That'll was not pressure. good. It was not good at all.
5: Um, I got Kofi winning it because it was in 2010. Oh, yeah, Kofi. Now Kofi, Kofi went. Kofi um, That was after coming out of a hot year. I think 2009 was probably Kofi's best year because he was shooting with Orton that year. Um, it was also the time where he was. Uh, he won the Survivor Series for his team that year. Uh, soul Survivor, he defeated like uh, CM Punk and Randy Orton within you know seconds of each other. He was, I mean, he had a really hot 2009. I think just that momentum carrying into 2010. I think it would have been good for him to win in 2010 instead of Swagger, because uh, it, just, I mean, Swagger came out of nowhere. It made no sense at all. Swagger uh, took forever to unhook the briefcase. I do remember that. That was funny. And then my last one is uh, 2009, uh, WrestleMania 25. I I I don't think that CM Punk should have won two Money in, a, yeah, don't in a row. I think yeah. that was I think that was stupid. I'm okay with him winning 20, uh, 24, but 25 just was, didn't make any sense. Why would he win two in a row? Um, I think Christian should have won that one because just the feel of just you know, Christian is probably one of the most underrated. Wrestlers in WWE history, um, yeah. and I think that Christian winning Money in Bank that year would have had a good appeal to it. So, those are my those are my Tyson guys, Tom my choices for Money in Bank. MVP should have a 2009. The great Tyson so Tomco. Tyson Tom. Oh no, thanks. I thought the Tom Tomko. He's a nice guy, but. No, he wasn't utilized properly. Uh, Maybe in TNA, but not really. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So Christian, uh, yeah, I I think he should have won that year. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been incredibly fun. Uh, Thank you so much for joining the 320th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. Has been on air for six years. Uh, plus a month and a half. So uh, I, I'm so happy that uh, you get to join us. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, good show. Uh, the chat room. Um, go to blogtalkradio.com Pancakes the Power Slam show. To, there's an, I, I interview a wrestler every single week. Someone's saying, will Jay Lethal will get a shot at WWE? I think so. And I've interviewed Jay Lethal on my show. Uh, so Check out the archives. I interview a wrestler every single week. I've interviewed over 100 wrestlers. Go to the archives. Check out I interviewed a wrestler uh, before we went on live today. So for the audio interviews, go to the uh, Blog Talk Radio. Download it. Support. Uh, Leave a good message on iTunes. Subscribe there as well. You get to listen to all the audio interviews from the archives. Uh, You name them. Jake Roberts. I mean, there's a bunch of WWE wrestlers that I've interviewed on there. Um, Over 100 wrestlers And I interview people every week So uh, stay tuned to who I'm going to interview Next week Again, uh, subscribe to the iTunes Subscribe uh, to Talk Radio. Download it Will last week be the newest member of Titus Worldwide That would uh, actually Be something fun for him at least (laughs) No questions in the chat room Thank you so much for all of the uh, Support Thank you so much for saying, uh, for st- sticking with it Having fun with me For the trivia, for all the involvement uh, I'll be here next week, Lord willing Next Tuesday uh, So check it out uh, It was uh, for, for what answer, real quick Cesaro, for what answer uh, I don't remember what question Yes, Cesaro, that is correct I'm glad you brought that back up Yes, that is correct Cesaro was the losing part. I'm glad you brought that back up Um all right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, three hundred twenty episodes in the books. Thank you so much for having so much fun with us tonight. On behalf of Good. Evan Tech Proud on no. Internet Radio, I am Chris Featherstone, Wrestling Ink Zone. Check out my articles. Check out he wins the Eagle Belt, so I got three belts. I got the uh, W. I got the World Championship, you can see there, and also got the WWE Championship, as you can see there, the newest one. So yeah, there's three. On behalf of Evan Tech Pratt, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I want to thank you so much for being a part of Pancake's Power Power Slam show tonight. Always remember, have a great week. Enjoy your week in wrestling. And ladies and gentlemen, always remember,
3: God bless. Have a good night, everyone. God bless, guys. Good
4: night.